Recording. I am here with Pilar Alessandra. Did I say that right? Yeah. Say that correctly. Pilar. The Pilar. Pilar. It's Pilar. Uh, Pilar. Yeah. It sounds very Spanish. It is very Spanish. And yes. your father was Spanish. My father's uh, was is Greek. Uh, my mother's Russian Jewish, and I was named Pilar Alessandra because they were traveling in Europe when I was conceived, <laughs> and they named me after every pretty thing they saw. Oh, what a bunch of hippies. I know, totally. And I've been hanging out with your mother. We, I should say, we are here <laughs> in Saigon, Ho Chi Minh City to be official. Yep. Uh, we are in my hotel room. I know. You are the wife of my friend. Finally in your hotel That's room. Right. <laughs> oh, this is a dream. Fifteen and years. And Pat's worst nightmare. Finally. <laughs> um, since I couldn't uh, record you apparently in our hometown of LA where we both live yeah. and you blew me off twice <laughs> twice was it? I'm busy man I know you're busy I had to track you down all the way in Vietnam to get this interview but it's appropriate it's a travel podcast right? It, yeah no it's perfect we're traveling this is actually if, if I gotta do what I gotta do mm-hmm. and this way I write it off <laughs> I write it all off <laughs> Yeah. Um, you are here because you are a, how would you describe it? A teacher? Screenwriting a instructor. Screenwriting yeah. instructor. Yeah. And apparently so famous they needed you. Because <laughs> when you think screenwriting, <laughs> Vietnam. That, that's right. How did this happen? I don't know. I, I got an invitation. A, another teacher had been here, and they said, who else can we bring in? And he, he recommended me. And I got this, this letter that said, we'll fly you in, we'll put you up, we'll pay you. And, you know, I don't believe in, in not seeing the world on somebody else's dime. I'm here. Man. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you there. Uh, so you've been teaching for the last three days. Three days. All day long. Yeah, 8.30 to 5.30 every day because and I am on Vietnam hours here. <laughs> yes. yes. And you had an interpreter oh, with you. She was wonderful. I had this translator who mimicked my movements and... She just she just got it. It was like having a Vietnamese me. It, I was very, very lucky. Yeah. And you came with your mother. I came with my mom. Okay. Yeah. Now, we'll get to her later. <laughs> but uh, neither of you had ever been to Southeast Asia, right? Yeah, never. Uh, okay. You didn't knew, admittedly, very little about Vietnam before <laughs> you like, came here? Like two weeks beforehand, I'm like, what? It's a communist country. <laughs> oh, Boy, this government seems to be asking me to fill out a lot of forms. <laughs> Um, okay, first, your impression when you got here, and how different was it from your expectations? My expectations were pretty low, because when you look at guidebooks or whatever, it's always trying to protect the American tourist, yeah. so it's always like, watch your money, and don't go out, and there's all these people, and don't eat anything, <laughs> yeah. and so, you know, I was I was really expecting the worst, and I, this place is filled with sunlight. It, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's a very low city. It's not like big, tall, say like Tokyo or something, where it's just giant buildings everywhere. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, there's very few buildings over like five, six stories. Yeah. But it's spread out. It gets pretty wide. It's artistic. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, wonderful architecture. It has, uh, you know, all, I think you you were talking about how all the people are out at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of 
party vibe, but not in a not in a scary way. Yeah, they just go out. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, the the traffic is crazy, but <laughs> yeah. but you still haven't been on a motorbike, have you? I will not be on, oh, a, motorbike go on a motorbike on but this. Sometime get you on the back of a motorbike. I have children. I have to get home to Mike. <laughs> Sorry. So you're saying I have nothing to live for? So. <laughs> That's easy for you, Mike. You can, you can risk your life doing stupid things. Uh, so when you saw your class... When I sell my class? When you saw your class. Okay. When you saw your class, um, how interested and how familiar were they with Hollywood and movies and everything else? Well, that, it was, that was also opposite of my expectation. Right. So I come here expecting... Oh, that I would have to talk about uh, very intimate stories and sort of all in code and not use any examples. Mm-hmm. And I get a little tap-tap on my shoulder about a quarter <laughs> into the class of that was basically like, we're bored, we want to talk Hollywood movies. <laughs> so, so... Yeah, we didn't bring you out here from Hollywood. Yeah, they... The, the whole class, about 120 people, uh, some real, real English speakers in there, too... Right. And uh, they had all just, I don't know, indulged in, in Hollywood movies from the moment that they could. Right. So, so I asked people for a list of movies they liked, just filled the board and kept filling it. What would you say the average age of people in the class is? Really young, really young. I would say maybe 25. Okay, so these are people that, actually, they've grown up in a lot more open Vietnam than their parents, really, so they've been exposed to a lot more. And And they have the internet and everything, too. Yeah, I read that movies didn't start really coming in at the the pace that they are now until, like, 2002 or something like that. So it's weird when I teach in, in, in Los Angeles or elsewhere, I'm always referencing movies we grew up on. You know, but for them, they want to know all current movies. Everything from 2002. Right, right. <laughs> Thank God for those screeners Twilight. I borrowed from people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Twilight came up a little bit. Inception oh, really? came up a lot. Inception. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Do you find that they really latch on to one particular genre? Are they, like, done with the war thing because of so much... Well, heaviness here. And- I stayed away from the war thing, and I was really surprised that some war movies did come up. None of them yeah. Vietnam related, but yeah. um, you know, some also some fighting movies that like so like Last Samurai. Right, right, came right. Up, you know, Memoirs of a Geisha came up, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, but but no, I, I didn't feel like I had to censor myself at all. There were there were people talking about um, you know. A project dealing with homosexuality. I mean, there was just everything. Uh-huh. I after three days, I I don't know. I felt just as free as teaching in the United States. Well, uh, all the people who wanted to find your class could, because as you know, <laughs> we drove by and it was the biggest banner with your giant face <laughs> on it. Giant head. <laughs> What did you think when you first saw it? I was just like, It was huge. What? It was like 20 yards long and, oh, yeah. That head was bigger than my entire body. So by the end of it, your mom and I kept calling it the the big head building. It was the big head building. It was the BHB. Yeah. Yeah. Just take a left at the BHB. <laughs> the what? The big head. Bill. You'll 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 see what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's it's been such a Your head was second in size only to Ho Chi Minh in this town. It's crazy. All the I I did a press conference when I came out here. There were about 20 press. I was right. put on TV. I mean, this is <laughs> off of the plane, a 17-hour wow. plane ride and just thrown into this. 
and I, I think this, there's just a lot of uh, wonderment for you know what's going on in Hollywood. They really, really want to know more about American film, and unfortunately, yeah. all they have to, is me. <laughs> right, right. You know, but that's pretty cool, though. I mean, uh, I, what was the oddest question you were asked about Hollywood? Um, yeah, I, I, you're not going to believe this, but every question I was asked is the same question I get back home. I even got, "How do you get an agent?" <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. Has, uh, I mean, is there a Vietnamese film community? I mean, we know there's a big Hong Kong one. Mm -hmm. There's a big Chinese film industry in Japan. Mm -hmm. But you know, I don't know if I've ever seen a Vietnamese-made film. Well, unfortunately, neither had I. And I, was, I got a little uh, flack for that. And I, oh. you know, uh, well, you know, people just said, have you ever seen anything Vietnamese? Has there been one big award-winning one? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's you know... One up for uh, an Oscar uh, for a uh, you know foreign language Oscar this year. There's um, the one I remember the most was from the '90s was uh, uh, Scent of Green Papaya. Yeah, and, okay. Yeah, and that you know in a in some magazine here I mentioned it you know, mm -hmm. and it turns out filmed in Paris, filmed in Paris, because <laughs> um, I guess. I guess it's, uh, you know, things weren't that open or available to... To shoot here. To shoot. So there yeah. were Vietnamese directors that would film elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had a government person in your class that came? Yeah. Undercover? They were, yeah. There... Well, actually, it was funny. Um, <laughs> the first day, there was a big hammer and sickle behind my head. Yeah, I, I got a photo of that. Oh, that. I got a photo of that. Oh, man. I was just like, oh, Big dear. star, big hammer and oh, sickle. Oh, my God. Uncle Ho Chi Minh. <laughs> big bust of him right behind you and then the organizer said yeah the the police have been asking and so we gave them your materials and then he goes i think that they're your stand-up material i am yeah, my stand-up <laughs> you know the materials that i was handing out in class right, right they wanted right. to review it and basically took it um and then uh the next day he expected them to be undercover he knew the cops were going to show up and he expected them to just sit there undercover mm -hmm. but they actually were very overt. They came in, they took some of the class, he goes, they really liked it. And then Did they ask some questions? <laughs> How can I get an agent? I, uh, that's funny. I know, so I guess <laughs> everything was okay. Well, I mean, what did you what are you taking away from all this? Like, you know, from from what you've learned about them and I mean I, how does it change you in, in any way or I, has I, it at all? I I feel I, I this must happen to you when you travel. I've only been here like four days, five days, and it feels like a month, right? <laughs> yeah. And I just feel uh, completely changed. I, mm -hmm. It made me realize that there's a big world, and yeah. I know nothing about it, <laughs> and I'm going to kick my ass out into that world now and not be like such a scaredy cat you know, American girl. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and today at the end... They, Everybody, they brought presents oh, yeah. and uh, a handmade dress. And at the very, very end of class, when somebody was asking me about Vietnamese film, this did come up, and I did say, you know, I'm, I'm here because you, you wanted to know about Hollywood stuff. I said, but when I go home, I'm, I'm going to watch Vietnamese film because I really feel like I'm, I've learned so much about the culture and the people. And I started to freaking cry. Oh, I was that's like, so what? sweet. I was so what? I started like choke up. I oh. mean, so that's how I feel. It's it's been the most incredible experience. That's really. I was really surprised when you said the price of the 
class. Yeah, yeah. It's expensive. Because this was, you know, this is a pretty, uh, everything's pretty cheap in this country. I mean, right. it, it, I mean, it's great for us traveling, but it was a lot of money. For, so how could these kids I, afford it? I got a sense um, there was, this was sort of filled with the cultural elite. There was okay. a... Uh, Which is why probably they knew English so well. They knew English. Um, there had been... I think if you know the right people, you can possibly get a, quote, government grant. I'm not mm -hmm. really sure. But I do think um, this was a, a very wealthy bunch of people, although they were very, very young. Um, there was a famous composer in class. There mm -hmm. was uh, Miss Vietnam was in class. Oh, hello. Yeah, hey, yeah, I've, I've got her card. You, you, do you? you okay. Would, uh, we got yeah. one last night here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, would you like to meet a cable personality? <laughs> it, there was a famous poet, a famous journalist, a famous novelist. You oh, know, wow. they there was a film teacher. It So it was it was that group, and they could either afford it or they'd been allowed. Yeah. You know, Wow. So now this isn't the only foreign country you've taught in. You've taught in England, I know. I've taught that... in English-speaking countries. Okay. Yeah, the UK. I'm big in Canada. I oh yeah. A lot of. Oh uh, yeah. Hey Canada. there. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, but I've done the UK twice. Right. And uh, last time I was brought in by Sci-Fi London, and uh, they put me in the Royal College of Surgeons. So I taught in a room that was filled with pickled brains and. <laughs> Skeletons, and it was really, really cool. So this this was the Sci-Fi London. Mm -hmm. So these are your comic book nerds bringing you in. <laughs> Those are my people, the man. Star Trek folks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a, that's kind of a, any um, what what are the main differences? I mean, of course, there's the obvious differences, but what like. Say when you go speak to those guys in London, mm -hmm. and say speaking to this crowd here, mm -hmm. you said they're still asking the same questions here. Everybody asks me the same questions wherever I go, <laughs> which is, I think, why I felt, even though I was nervous about the cultural experience, I felt confident I could still teach the basics of my class right. because everybody has a story to tell and needs a way to tell it, and my job is just to get people brainstorming and and. You know, getting it on the page. Yeah. That's why I call my company on the page. You know? did, did you get to read any of the uh, Vietnamese uh, people's scripts or anything? Like um, that? Or can you do that? that? I couldn't do that, but the way that it works is that I'll give them an exercise and then I'll ask them to say it to me. So, right. so for example, we were working on monologue. Um, I'm sorry, the perfect line today. Okay. And I make everybody write a monologue really quickly and then circle one line in it. That's the one line that they get to keep. So then they were saying the monologue to me and saying the line that they were going to keep. And I was really surprised it actually translated really well. The line that they picked was always the most poetic one, uh -huh. even translated into English. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there was a lot of that, a lot of give and, give and take. Do you find that they use a certain, I know it's a different language, but I mean, do they talk in a more roundabout way, a direct way, a flowery kind of, you said there was poet, poets and stuff in there. I mean, did um, they get right to the point or? Um, yes. It's actually a very, I think it's a pretty to the point language. Yeah. And my translator, you know, at one point I said something like, like, uh, pop, you know, make things pop. And I looked at her <laughs> and, and she said, she said, no, that's, that's in, in our language. That's how we talk. You know, it's very, yeah. uh, it's very forceful. To hear it on the street, yeah, it is very yeah. forceful. And very short words. It's like yeah. every word is one syllable. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And then you just put them together. And, yeah. 
I talked about the vomit draft today. They love that. <laughs> <laughs> they totally got that. <laughs> vomit draft. Yeah. For people who don't know, I went the first night we were here. Yeah. Uh, your friend took us to a lovely traditional Vietnamese thing. And this was like a really nice thing. They it had like amazing. a live band that was doing an op- operetta. A full operetta. operetta. I mean, just for us. It was like an hour and a half they it went on. It just kept going it was on. Like and like two and women on. and a man singing. And there was a whole storyline and back and forth. All in Vietnamese. We have no idea what was happening. But the, and then musicians playing traditional instruments. That's right, and like all these courses coming out and frogs. Yeah, and then two girls would come out and read yes. passages, and one in Vietnamese and one in English. And it was and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot. But then I went to the bathroom, and there was a sign there. I gotta post this you thing. You have to. It's of, awesome. Uh, yeah, of, and it was. I noticed it was a nice bathroom because it was a nice restaurant. It wasn't like a hole in the wall. And also this nice granite countertop, three sinks, and then lower, like a small stainless stainless steel sink, and a picture of a guy just vomiting, <laughs> a little caricature, you know, like that's, and an arrow pointing to that sink, like that's the sink you that you obviously vomited. And it just shows the guy vomiting, and then, quote, like, O, dot, 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 letter O, dot, 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 O, dot, 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 exclamation oh, point. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I've never... Apparently it's so common here that they have to have a special sink and a sign for it. I've never seen that. Okay, now you've been to London. Yeah. You've been here. Uh-huh. Now we can get to your mother. Oh. Because this kind of leads me into how you were... You know, how you started traveling. Are you guys so, in love? Because yeah. you you've been hanging out. <laughs> I've as I've the, been teaching, you've I, been hanging out I with I have spent the day with years. your mom. We saw the Coochie Tunnels yesterday. Yeah. And uh, we, we toured the Reunification Palace, which is kind of cool because it's, um, it was left, uh, they took it over in April of 1975 and pretty much left it the way it is. Mm-hmm. So it's just like all this cool 70s stuff in it. I mean, this, the, the, the meeting rooms, this, it's really kind of nice. And those booby traps you showed me. Oh, yeah, that was from the tunnels. Yeah, those were pretty vicious. It's just one of those things you see that, and these little tiny tunnels, and how hard it was. No wonder we lost this thing. There's no way (laughs) you can't fight a guy who can live like that, and just they're here to stay. They're gonna wait us out. We lost what? Yeah. See, look. This is awkward. Okay. You might have wanted to read up on this before. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But yeah. So she's a your mom. She's a pistol. (laughs) She's a pistol. But a unique, Is there any a ballroom day. Touching going on? No, 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 no. Okay, it's just. Right, uh, I apologize in advance. So, <laughs> you were raised. Okay, she's a lawyer. Yeah. She was a ballroom dancer before. Lived in New York. Oh, you found out the whole thing, didn't yeah, you? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I heard all this stuff. Okay. And uh, so you were raised in Massachusetts. Um. By the time we got to Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, we we moved seven times before I was ten. So it's, wow. There's a there's a recurring theme yeah, yeah. with some of your guests. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that. Around. Yeah, I've noticed it. So, was that your first taste? What was your first memory of leaving the country? Um, I have a <laughs> I have a story she probably didn't tell you. No. Oh, good. Um, when I was eight years old, I uh. Yeah, my parents were of a certain generation, mm-hmm. and you, I don't know, the 70s were, like, 
oh yeah, put a kid on a plane, it's not a big deal. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And um, and then maybe you get a little, they give you those little wings. Yeah, you know, you know. And, and we were moving again. We were moving from Massachusetts to Brooklyn. My father always had. He was kind of a rock star architect. He always got mm-hmm. one big job after another big job, right? And so we were moving again, and my little brother had just been born, and they kind of didn't know what to do with me for the summer, <laughs> and they, they sent me to my dad's friend's place in Spain and Switzerland at eight years old by myself. At eight? Yeah. Spain and Switzerland? Yeah, by myself. Wow. So this was my first time out of the country. <laughs> so this was a, a summer? Yeah. Yeah. So did this friend have any other kids like to play with? Yes, and that was supposed to be the point was, oh, you can hang this out. This is your this camp. Family. Right, exactly. Yeah. But I was, it was scary. I bet. And Formentera, the island I was... I was An <laughs> island? Not as that. Is in, center to the island. <laughs> this, uh, it's in Spain, and it's uh, an island near, near Ibiza. And we were in a house with no running water. There was an outhouse, uh-huh. and you brought in money. You brought in um, water from the well, and uh, and people were naked. Lots of naked people. Oh, the seventies. Uh, yeah, and I That's was freaked a... out. <laughs> freaked out, and I was just oh my god. And so then after two they gave you wine. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They Here's a cigarette, me, right. some wine, starter young. Sometimes that mom was there, sometimes she wasn't, you know. I'm um, sure everybody wore helmets when riding bicycles and it was seat belts. Really. <laughs> and then two weeks later, I was shipped over to like the opposite of that, to Zurich, to Switzerland. Oh, yeah. And it stayed in a very nice house. Um, <laughs> I found out later what this, what this man had made his money off of. <laughs> Which was <laughs> Dirty Magazine. Ah. I know that because the 12-year-old girl there took me into the room with all the Dirty Magazines, which oh. I promptly left. But um, <laughs> I was, again, just traumatized by this trip. And But I did discover food in oh. Zurich. I ate... In ate Zurich my, and not Spain? Uh, no, no. In Spain... It was a lot of, like, catch it as you can yeah, kind yeah, of okay. stuff. I think they threw meat out the window and we grabbed it. <laughs> but in... While, and while nude. In Switzerland, you have, like, you have cookies for breakfast, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like this, And chocolate, chocolate Swiss milk. Chocolate. And chocolate. Right. So I ate my unhappiness away and rolled <laughs> back to the United States, um, uh, you know, another month later. And uh, it was it was quite... An adventure. That was my first time out of the country. Didn't expect that story. <laughs> no, you? I didn't know that. Yeah, one. yeah. My mom is not going to be telling you about that one, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I've spent some time with your mom this, uh, this week. And uh, did you have any supervision at all? <laughs> no. Up? No, no one. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. That's why we're. Are, so you, are you actually kind of amazed that, that you turned out as well as you did? Uh, I don't know if as well is the. I mean, like I, I'm, you, a, I'm amazed. I'm alive. Um, right. You know, I. I just going to say you were abused or anything. I mean, I don't want to... Your mom's very nice, but... Well, I'll, was, I'll tell you the positive side of all this, which is an incredible sense of independence. Yeah. Of feeling like, you know, you should go out and do things, and you can go places on your own, and um, you should encourage your kids to do that because it can be healthy as long as yeah. there are some boundaries. Well, you have two daughters. I do, I do. And so, when knowing that, are you following through on that are you are you pretty good at letting them i really want to travel more with them because i travel a lot for work especially in in the u.s and i you know i want to take them to all the cities um but uh they're a little 
I don't know. They're they're still at an age seven and eleven mm-hmm. where they're really restless and planes, and they're not quite there yet. Right. But as soon as they are ready, I, I'm taking them everywhere. What about Pat? What about your husband? I might this take man him I've somewhere. known for twenty years. <laughs> How did he do overseas? He did okay. He went to England. That's an easy one. We went, yeah, and that's why we went was because it was English. You had to ease him into it. Yeah, but now he's from small town Pennsylvania. You know, I, I think he'll be. I think because I'll be less scared next time. Now yeah. I really want to go to non-English speaking countries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, he'll he'll be fine too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care of him. He'll be what okay. was the story about your mom in France? Something happened in France. Oh. So much happens. Yeah, oh, I know what happens. I don't know. She's always got French. The south trips. of France, you were. I. Well, this is the time when it was. They thought you were, like uh, Algerian or something, and it was. It was very oh, hard for you. Well, like, yeah, I had traveled. Uh, I was studying at the National Theater of Great Britain. After, well, yes. Well, I'm very oh. blah, 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 mm-hmm. studying a theater there after college, and um, I met my <laughs> my mom came in to spend time with me and then she was going to go off to France with her boyfriend. Okay. But um, she... Now, let's just say your parents were divorced by They were divorced, okay, yeah. I, I'm not no, gonna, this is not her side. Yeah, uh, and I'm not going to rat my mother out as to the good time <laughs> my mom was having. Yeah. But she was having a great time all by uh, herself. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, she, you this know, does you, not surprise you've me. You've seen my mom at, yeah. at 67 and she's still Very you know, handsome a hottie. Woman. Yeah, you should imagine the MILF she oh, was. Oh, the 70s. The 70s. I'm going to need to see some photos. She's only 22 years older than I am, too. So, like, you can imagine. I mean, it was so hard competing with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> on these trips, you know, and whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I was in Paris, and Paris was really hot and really. Um, uh, I there was a lot of anti-Arab sentiment, yeah, yeah. and it still is. I mean, yeah, and it was in in the eighties, and for some reason, everybody thought either that I was a dirty Arab mm-hmm. or was. Like totally sexually harassing me. So oh, me and my boy. my friend Kathleen, who I met there, we went to La Rochelle and we laid La on Rochelle. the beach. La Rochelle, mm-hmm. and we laid on the beach and we visited castles and we again ate. As long as I'm eating, <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> you um, were eight with all this? I no, I ate food. Oh, you ate? Okay, I was gonna that say you were being sexually harassed at eight. That's no, I was that's twenty one. I was okay. twenty one. It was it was it was good. Good and it was also you went to the Dominican Republic. I went to the Dominican Republic with my mother. I left my virginity there. It was fun. Oh, awesome! Um, you heard it here first. Yeah, folks. yeah. Uh, what else? What else? You know, I I have had some. Uh, Back it, to the virginity. Yeah. So now this. No. Who no. is this? Anybody we know? Uh, no. Is a famous baseball player. No, I don't Dominican. think so. Okay. I don't know. No, I. <laughs> my bar was clearly not that high. Yeah, okay. No. Uh, and this is your, you, just you and your mom, and me the and Dominican? my mom. Clearly, my mom just gets me in trouble, mm-hmm. right? I don't. And she's hanging out by the pool all day. <laughs> sure, I got it. Yes, but there was another trip to France um, when my father used to go on all these business trips, right. and you know, would take us every once in a while, and, and France was one of them. And so I got to spend my twelfth birthday on a first-class plane to wow. Paris. So that's pretty that's cool. Big. That's that's not bad, you know. Flying first class for the first time is pretty pretty oh, huge. Oh yeah. And yeah, then you yeah. go there and it's like, well, what have I been doing my whole life? And and doesn't that make you mad though? Like yes. finally, fi- people fly this way all the time. Oh my god, you're like, I've been in that back. <laughs> it's like it's so different. I know. I mean, just the wide seat, the big seat. It's and, wrong. Oh. It's like we're supposed to be. The, the country of, like, the free, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's just rich there, Everything's great if you back. can afford it. Yeah, yeah. And if you can afford it, there's nothing, no place better. That's true. 
what have you learned? Like uh, you said, this is, you know, you've never been in a communist country before. Mm-hmm. I've been in a couple. Yeah. But uh, it's funny how when we grew up with like that, that was like the biggest evil. Yeah. And now it's all like, you know, we've shifted into like uh, Muslim terrorists or extremism and yeah. stuff like that. And now communists are, oh, it's almost quaint. Like, it's like, it's like not quaint, but you know, it's like we, uh, we do business with them. Well, I, I wouldn't we, When know. we found out they work cheap. Then all of a sudden, China makes everything we have. They, we, we have a big manufacturing here. Actually, the economy is... They're still building stuff here. Does it, does it seem like... Um, for you, having been to different communist countries, does, does this seem like a communist country? No, I mean... No, uh, the only difference is you'd see maybe a little more soldiers on the street, but uh, it's even less than, I think, when I was here a few years ago, it seems. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's just... You don't know that it's all about, and they say Saigon especially a little more than Hanoi because I've been made I've made my way down the coast. Um, Hanoi's a, a little different; it's smaller, but it's there's old sections. This seems to be all about modern and business. I don't and think, everybody in like and all the young people around the country are moving here apparently. I, I don't think that if it was you know really really daily communist we could be podcasting here no. oh no you know? they wouldn't have internet right you've got a computer it's completely in open there's wi-fi everywhere yeah. i mean they it's yeah and then like you said you're teaching a screenwriting I'm class teaching, there. and you know okay maybe if we're on wi-fi somebody's watching but you know what they are in the united states right. too like there's privacy is is uh so yeah limited now you know you really see it is when like we would go to these museums and we would go to the palace and then the tunnels and and uh, and the uh, I went to the war remnants museum and and uh, but everything is is just so propaganda is you it? know every every description is and this is you know we when the uh, Americans bombed our brave people and they overcame to this is you know just, okay we got it we got it it's it must be and they did win though. but um, you know. It was so over the top. You know, like we, at the tunnels, they made us sit through a video, which looked like it was shot in 1938. It's this grainy black and white. And uh, it's just, this area of Coochie is just peaceful farm. They're showing the peaceful farms and, you know, children singing in school. <laughs> Next shot, B-52, burn, drop Okay. It's a little, it's so, it's pretty heavy-handed. And you look like... I mean, like a GI, you know, <laughs> you look like, you know. <laughs> that might be the gun yeah, that I'm carrying Yeah, the everywhere. helmet too, right? <laughs> too obvious, Cigarettes too much? rolled up in your yeah, shirt right. like that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it must be really tough for you because uh, you really, like me, everybody's my height here, so that's cool. I yeah, yeah. I could probably. How do you like it? You feel pretty tall, don't oh you? What are you, five, two? Five, one. You're five, one? Yeah, and I'm a giant. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like a gorilla walking down the street. <laughs> it must be. I mean, they see you. They see yeah. you coming for sure. Yeah. Where did you Where did yeah. you feel like you stuck out the most with all these trout travels? Um, well, the the weirdest photo uh, moment that I had it was in Hanoi. The first time I was here a few years ago, and I was just taking some photos. It was like New Year's Day or New Year's Eve Day, and there was going to be a big parade. And I'm walking around the park in Hanoi and I'm looking at floats, and they had all these displays, and I'm just like taking photos. And then uh, some girl comes up to me and asks me if she can take a photo with me. <laughs> um, um, okay. And so we sit there and pose with this stranger. She poses. And then when other people see me that I'm okay with it, yeah. they start coming up to me. Like, guys, people, like, crowd, like it was like, take a picture with the big white guy. 
It was weird. And well, I'm maybe. like, all oh, these photos with strangers. But I've seen that in, like, in India. Like, uh, I was traveling in a group, and there was blonde women in our group, and it was really hard on them. They would get stared at. People would, like, touch their hair. Oh, wow. They would hold, have them to hold their babies and pose for photos, and they're like, they're holding these strange babies. And then they ran. Yes. That was, was really uncomfortable. It was very weird. It was very weird. I felt, I felt for them in that one. Yeah. Well, maybe, but, I was thinking maybe they recognized you from TV. <laughs> yeah. From right. a TBS show. They you, have get, TBS you guys get TBS? And, uh, you guys get Home and Garden Network? <laughs> no? Mm. I'd be surprised. How about that one second in traffic? <laughs> That movie, 1999. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, well. It's one of my favorite movies, you too. You might be the only, It is a great movie. Yeah. So. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show a clip of it in class. And just, just have me? Just to show you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? If you had a dream destination, where, where do you want to go? Oh, God. Well, I've always been more of like a Caribbean kind of oh, person. Yeah. But now, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, now everything, the world is just looking different. Mm-hmm. So, um... And this isn't even, you know... I mean, there are easier Asian countries to go to. I mean, it's like, uh... Well, Japan is very easy. Just because yeah. it's, you know, so modern and safe. and It's just I, expensive. I wish... <laughs> I wish I, we'd had time to stop off in Hong Kong. That would have been really Hong cool. Hong Kong's pretty cool. Yeah. I liked it. I, I mean, I went there the first time this trip, and it was... I liked it. It's big big and that's the big tall buildings and it's just it's it's pretty intense but it's pretty cool i really like cities um yeah i think you would like it yeah wherever i go i'm a city person too yeah i just like to sort of soak in the city i i've missed big monuments or museums everywhere because i just like to walk around yeah yeah you know and but you have a region you've always it's always fascinated you whether it's like South America or Africa or something like that. You know, I, I don't think Cleveland. I've uh, well, <laughs> I've, I've had this sounds really corny, but I've had so much fun actually seeing parts of the United States this yeah. year because I, I travel like once a month to a different part and like I had this really surreal, stupid, fun experience where in Dallas I had to take like a 10 a.m. flight and I had taught the night before and it was really just one of these 24-hour things mm-hmm. but my hotel was around the corner from uh, the book depository oh okay so, so I took this really early and the morning. grassy knoll yeah I took this uh. really early morning walk right around the corner to see the book depository mm-hmm. and the grassy knoll and it's a very untouched little corner because it's history I've been to Dallas many times but I've never seen it you gotta go there it's, it's a little morbid there are right. X's where Kennedy was shot and oh the, where the okay. other dude was shot yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to me, the other dude the other again dude. knows so much about history um, <laughs> I'm sorry other dude and uh, um, you know just looking up at, at the sixth floor and realizing wow it's so low and like trying to it it Nobody was around, yeah. except a couple of homeless If you believe students. the single shooter. Yeah, exactly. I was, uh, you know, went to the grassy knoll, I stood yeah. on it. Went, <laughs> it's like, there's no way you could have made that shot. <laughs> and it was just so cool to just have the opportunity, go, oh, I'm here. I'm going to walk over to this piece of history and check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like the United States could be just as, as, as cool to travel to if you look at it as yeah. a tourist as it is... All this yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. If you're um, present when you're there, you know, and not yeah. always thinking of something else. Right. Like the road, doing the road in comedy did that a lot for, like, you know, Pat in the same way. Yeah. We saw, that's how I saw a lot of the country. And we had days to kill. Uh-huh. So I would do stuff like that, you know. I'd be in St. Louis and go, I'm going to go to the Bowling Hall of Fame. 
Cool. So we'd go to the Bowling Hall of Fame. And we'd kill an afternoon at the Bowling Hall of Fame. You mean you didn't just go to record stores uh, like Pat did? Like <laughs> he knows every record store across the country back when there were record stores. Oh, yeah. 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 And well, now you could know everyone. Of them. There's about five of them left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you think What's he'll... What's record? <laughs> <laughs> we think he'll... Would you bring him on the next trip? Are you going to... Yeah, I really would. Get him out, will you please? I, I would. Also, he misses me, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think he'd be fun to have on the road. Yeah, I think he would too. The girls kind of, you know, it's it's always hard when, right. you know, we're away. This is what I'm trying to do. Well, you have your mom there to look over them oh, and yes, take I them do. to the pool. Yes, but yes, no. Not <laughs> leave, them, leave them with neighbors in, right in Switzerland. Right, exactly. I'm going disco dancing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we actually, I've got a guy from Paris in one of my classes right now. He's taking it for free because he wants to uh, be the translator for a Paris class. He lives there. Oh, you've and never like, been? I, I've been to Paris, but I've oh, never yeah, been. taught yeah. a class. Oh, that would be awesome. Paris. So we are trying to figure out a way that we can leave the kids in Boston, go to Paris, and uh, my mom lives in Boston. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just leave them. <laughs> just leave them in Boston. <laughs> it's a, we have a layover. Here's we a just left trail. Them. Here's a map. Just be just like when I was a kid. Go. <laughs> here's 20 bucks. Oh, you Good know, luck. You know what? My, my father, here's another, like, like, no supervision story. So, I'm like, uh, how old was I? 13? And I'm eight years older than my brother? What is that with the math? Like, he was six? He's five. Five. Five years old. I'm 13. My dad gets a job in D.C. We're still living in Boston. Mm-hmm. We, we go over to D.C. to see him. He, the minute we show up, he's like, I got a bunch of meetings. <laughs> and there's this tram that just takes you from... The monument to museum, the monument okay. to museum. So he gives me a little money, puts me on the tram with my brother, my five year old mm-hmm. brother, 13 years old, and he just basically, we just rode around all day. <laughs> you didn't get off the tram? You no, because. You were afraid to get off? No, like, no, we'd go from the tram to a museum, go oh, from okay. the tram to a thing. Smithsonian. You know what I mean? But it was, um, we weren't allowed to stop doing that yeah, yeah, yeah. for like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Until my dad was back, right? You know, it was just like I would thirteen, like, and a five year old, like nobody would ever do that anymore. You, you know, sure you won't. Uh, I personally, to be honest with you, I, I had a great time yeah. doing that. I even have a picture of it. I loved it. Would I, in theory, be okay with it? I probably would, but... You think it's more dangerous now? or I mean, there was creeps back then, too. I mean, total creeps back then. Or do we just worry about it more yeah, now? Yeah, we know way too much. And trust me, Pat would... Sarah's 11, you know? Yeah, yeah. Forget it. In two years, to, to just put her on a tram <laughs> with his little sister and go, go, here. Yeah. Like, there are no cell phones. No. Back in those days. He was like, yeah, I'll catch up I'll with find you. you. <laughs> I'll find you in the Washington biggest museum right. ever. Exactly. And it just it never even occurred to me to be scared because that's right. how things were. And, yeah, I, I think it was great for me. I think it was great for me, but, no, I don't think realistically I could ever do that. Mm-hmm. What was your worst flight experience? Can you think of one? Oh, um, I had a crash landing with uh, wh- what? With my boyfriend at spring break. <laughs> oh, my God. Going Where? to Florida. Really? Like in uh, Daytona or something? Uh, going to uh, Miami. Okay. And um, uh, it was one of those things where the landing gear wouldn't come down. Oh. And so we're circling and circling and circling. And then we had to, like, you know, put our heads between our legs. Oh, and my God. our butts goodbye. And the, the they foamed the runway and they got the fire trucks out and stuff like yeah. that. And the... 
back ones came down and the front didn't, so the nose just goes. Oh, right know? into the ground. Yeah, that oh. was scary. It was. What's what's what was your worst? Nothing like that. Yeah. Nothing like that. I've had like drops. You know where where it just automatically. Just drops. That's awful. Like, yeah, like a few thousand feet in that's, like a. That's even worse. You hit like I don't know what uh, it is, like an air pocket or something. That, and uh, yeah, and people that if you're not wearing your seatbelt, yeah. you know that's what they tell you. I mean, you could go up and you hit your head and you know break not your me. neck. Not me. Not me. You have to go like <laughs> feet to, to hit my head. I'm fine on an airplane. Your feet don't touch the floor when you sit. <laughs> That's you know, right. You, you, you got to get the little box, the little Only apple box. Only comfortable person on an airplane. <laughs> I wish I was your size on an airplane. I, I, I really wish envy you too. You. It's not bad. I really, but I haven't had any huge, scary things. It's been more like a lot of delays, lost bags, getting yeah. snowed in, that I, kind of stuff. I'm very. I saw up in the air. Yeah. And I am George Clooney. No, I don't know. You're not that far. Oh, at the airport. At the airport. I, like, totally get it. I am I am, zen. too. I love it. Because I, at home, I'm either teaching people or I'm taking care of people. But at the airport, yeah. nobody knows me. And I'm just going from one place to another. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... I love it. When I was flying a lot, I was in that zone where I just had all my cards. And I you go. And I was, like, in the Admiral's Club. Boom. Boom. Swipe my card. You know, I knew how to get... I would time getting to the airport precisely before I could get, you know, and so I'd had to wait the least amount of time. It's, and if know, one thing screwed up the whole system, it was like, ah! <laughs> like, yeah, I was like preferred member at all. You know, Avis Hertz, you know, I knew all the... It's really bad, though, when you, when you start to recognize the workers at the airport. Yes. Like when <gasps> I was flying... I Burbank. Oh, really? <laughs> I got a nod from a security guy. Like, hey, you again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Burbank's great, though. I mean, you're just in and out. It's awesome. I love that place. It doesn't go anywhere, though. I mean, it's uh, great if you're going to Phoenix. It goes to the place where people want to want to learn screenwriting. You know? Okay. <laughs> Phoenix, Seattle. Vegas. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, yeah. Idaho. <laughs> I did go to Vegas to teach screenwriting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. I thought, I was like, ooh, I'm going to Vegas to teach screenwriting. And I get to the place, and it's um, it's a Denny's. It's... <laughs> It's out in a Vegas den. Well, what better place conducive to learning? <laughs> Out of the moons over my hammy. Man. And here's my character problem. What? Let's discuss plot between the Grand Slam and the Endless Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Why are you in a den? How could you? How many people? It was a meetup group had asked me to come in, and, oh. and so they tell me where to go and there were about you know 60 people in the back 60? yeah in the back room of this of this Denny they had a and, private room? yeah like, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you're just in the booths and yeah but you know standing but, in the way of the waitresses walking by <laughs> well part of their deal was they would let this meetup group have the private room if they all ordered food <laughs> so they're all eating really they are eating their grand slams wow you know, did you hear that clink clink you know <laughs> Wow. How, how long ago was this? It was only, I don't know, I think four years ago. So you go from the Denny's in Vegas yeah. to being flown to Vietnam. To the New World Hotel. To Saigon. You're staying in a five-star hotel. Yep, yep, yep. You know, I've worked really hard these no, that's past great. couple of Obviously. Years. <laughs> Speaking of that, where can people find you and what's the website and everything else? Go to onthepage.tv. And dot TV? Dot, dot TV, yeah. Okay. I, I was uh, the poorwomans.com before uh, it was cool. <laughs> You're the one on the dot TV. Yeah. Okay. And uh, um, there are classes and I'm launching an online 
class, like a, a remote learning for all your people, all your travelers mm -hmm. elsewhere. And there's also a podcast, a screenwriting podcast that's free, and uh, it's called On the Page. You can check it out on iTunes. On the Page. On the Page. With Pilar Alessandra. <laughs> It's such an exotic name. I love saying it. Pilar Alex Alessandra. I'll tell my mom you're happy with it. Mm -hmm. uh, travel to more countries, name more children. <laughs> That's the way to do it. We're gonna go. We're gonna have dinner with her now. Yes, we are. Oh, our final dinner. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna miss it. This is, it's been fun. If, this is more time that I've got to spend with you. Than I know. All and I've known you for I've 15 yeah, years. I know. Pat's jealous. <laughs> okay, well, goodbye, Pat. We'll see you soon. Bye, Pat. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.